Welcome everybody to the second installment of Historic History. I'm your host, Billy Toll, and with me is the Hardy. one and only Slapdick himself, <laughs> Papa Bear Hardy Lopez. And the one and only, the smooth talker, the beautiful Kevin Tugas. You sound so nice every time you do your introduction, dude. Do I? You sound so good. Well, Listen you. to it next like time we, we edit, babies. You sound good. Well, I appreciate your feedback. Oh. How are you doing at home? What do you find yourself doing right now? What do you? I hope it's nice. I hope you're happy. Hope you're enjoying yourself, man. Uh, this is historical. What is it? Historical. Historical herpes. Historical his, history. Historical story. H squared. So today's subject is the Brothers Grimm. Ooh. And and I'm gonna give you guys a little info about them. And uh, are they like the kind of like the Harlem Globetrotters? Definitely not. Okay. So. so <laughs> okay. No, not even close. Mm-hmm. But We're brothers, and that's where I went with Grimm, and Harlem, yeah, Harlem Globetrotters. So these these. <laughs> okay. The, stretch. Their names are Jacob and Wilhelm. Uh, they're, hey, that's a you. Yeah, so they're, they're Dutch. No, they were German. German. Of they course. were born in Hanau, Germany. Uh, they attended the University of Marburg. So these are real people. And, yeah, mm-hmm. these this, are real guys. Wait, this is brothers. These are real brothers. Yeah. How cool is that, dude? Wait, wasn't there a movie? Jude Law and Sherlock Holmes. No, no wait. No, no, no. Oh, fuck. Um, Different one. Jason um, Bourne guy. The Mummy. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yes. And another guy played Brothers Grimm. Titanic? No. Um, I know who you're talking about. He was also the Joker. Um, Joaquin Phoenix? No, the other one. I'm sorry, that passed away. Uh, oh, Heath Ledger. Heath yeah, Ledger, yeah, that's yeah. who it was. Heath Ledger oh, and um, Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yes. No, you're good. Um, but so what, what they studied was they were researching early history of German language and uh, literature, so German literature. And what they did was they established a methodology for collecting and recording folk stories within specific cultures. And that became the basis for folk studies now. When you go to like college and you want to get your degree in folk studies, a lot of what you're doing came from them. So, um, yeah, they were the first ones to really kind of go out and pioneer like, hey, let's let's go out and find these tales Let's go out and find these stories. You know, they're folk stories, so they may or may not be real, you know, but that's not the point. The point is they all have, they're told for a specific moral, right? There's Did a specific the point story, to the story. Uh, the woman that lived in the tiny shoe? Or no. The tiny woman? That... No. But that, I think that is one. So the, the, I think they have up to, it's like 210 or something like that stories. I, that might be one of them. Mm-hmm. But so what they did was they went around to different towns, different villages, you know, so that old lady fucking, out in the middle of the fucking forest that lives by herself. They gathered these fucking great and stories. And they gathered all of these stories up and wrote them down. In that book. So a lot of the stories that we actually see from Disney today, well, the older ones that Pocahontas. we grew up with, not the newer ones, um, come from Stuart that. Little. And he, Walt Disney made them happy, you know, and and more family related, you know. So like, for example, famous ones that people are familiar with would be like Cinderella, uh, Sleeping Beauty, Snow White. I heard in um, Cinderella when they tried, the real story is that when they tried to put on her glass slipper that they had to cut off her heel and like... Her, her stepsisters do that. Had to do that. Yeah. Just so, so they could try to make Because it they want to try and make their fucking shit fit. So what they do yeah. is, you know, they come and they're like, oh, you know, here's the glass slipper from the girl that I danced with. Like, basically the whole story is you know, pretty much like, the, in the same. In the original yeah. story, they try to put on the slipper and the slipper for the stepsisters does they not. Don't fit. Doesn't yeah, fit. They don't right? fit. They cut their feet? So, so they cut one off their of heel? One of them cuts her feet off to try and make them fit and the other one cuts her heels off to try and make them fit and the prince is like obviously like no smart guy because you know what they're probably their toes don't look good probably they don't have they weren't there they don't have cute yeah, feet. Non-existent yeah. anymore. Brothers Grimm knows um, up. And it's glass. You can bleed. I can see. Yeah, right? Straight do that shoe, girl. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just, Come on. I know what kidding? you did. Jesus Christ. 
But so uh, ones like that, Rapunzel, Rumpelstiltskin, Little Mermaid. Uh, but that one has a different name to it. Um, no, Pocahontas isn't Stuart one of Little. them. Uh, Stuart humor. Little. Shout out. No. Um, but I like that movie. It is a good movie. But how bad? How mad would you be being a kid at that orphanage knowing someone picked a fucking rat over you, dude? Mm. And he's not a rat. He's a mouse. And he's not Same only, difference. No, it's not. Anyway, also pretty the intelligent. The difference is in the tail. He's also really. He also has a tail, and it's cute. <laughs> so, these guys wrote or not wrote. They compiled these stories together, right? And the reason they're read now is because people are exposed to the happy versions first, the Disney versions, right? And they're right. like, oh, these are so great. And then they get into the research about it. And, oh, I want to get into the, you know. And they the... find out the Little Mermaid was actually raped. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? And, like, she she can't speak. Because you don't know the real stories the of all sea, these things. The no, sea no, no, witch, no, no, no. no, the sea witch, yeah, Ursula. the sea witch, the sea. Well, yeah, that's not her no, name, but she, 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 oh, okay. she t- basically tells her like, "I'll give you legs, but you have no voice. But you have no voice, and it's gonna feel like you're walking on glass all the time, all the time." And so she can't make the prince fall in love with her. He falls in love with somebody else, and she, her being a good person, she's like, "Well." I'm going to die anyways because I had to make him fall in love with me at a certain point. Otherwise, I'm going to fucking die for the curse, you know. And so what she does is she's on the ship with him. And instead of killing him because the sea witch changes it to, okay, well, you don't have to get him to marry you. You just have to kill him. Mm. And so she gets all the way inside his room and she's about to plunge the knife into him and she can't fucking do it. So she sits on the deck and she waits until the sun's about to come up. And as it's coming up, she jumps into the water and she fucking dies. Wait, but what happened? Who rapes her? Well, I mean, throughout the... No! Wait! Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. But at the end, she... The way she dies, it's fucked up. You think she's gonna die when she hits the water, right? No, she gets turned back into a mermaid. The fucking people on the ship see her and they catch her, harpoon her and catch her and put her up on the front of the ship. Yeah. Oh my, and that's why there's mermaids on that's front. That's why they have mermaids in front of the mm-hmm. t-shirt. Yeah. It's crazy. That is dark as fuck. So that's why Brothers Grimm. Okay, everybody is not the Globetrotters. We're gonna bring. At we're the all. Blunt Boys, and we're gonna bring. Because they're blunt. happy. Ah, oh, I don't like that. It's fucked up, right? So, like another one, I guess. So, like you know, Cinderella's one that's kind of ends the way it normally does you know that prince ends up finding her and you know they live happily ever after rapunzel too um uh but like sleeping beauty like never she gets put back to sleep you know like and her husband takes advantage of her shrek and like it's donkey never really is fucking isn't she like underage too yeah i think so like dude they're fucked up they got another one and then they've got like interesting weird stories so like one of them is about a cat and a mouse and to weather through the winter they both have they both gathered all of this fat that people have been throwing out when they're cooking they got it in this huge fucking pot right and they're like well we're not going to keep it where we both live because other rats and cats are going to find this shit. So we're going to hide it somewhere. And they hid it under the altar in an in a abandoned church. So one day the cat comes up to the rat and she's like, hey, you know, I, um, I'm going to be a godmother. I got to go to the church, you know, so that I can, I can, you know, be blessed or whatever. Be a part of the ceremony. And you're like, what the fuck? What she's doing is she's lying to him to go and go eat the fat. Yeah. So she goes and she eats the fat and she comes back the third time and he asks her, what are all these godchildren's names? And she's like, you know, three quarters, half done, and all done. <laughs> and he's like, what? And she's like, yeah, let's go check out the pot. And so they go oh, to go check no. out the pot and he realizes that she's been lying to him and then she eats him. Mm-hmm. She eats him. She yeah. eats him, yes. Oh, I was going with the cat gets too fat, can't move, and then the rats eat her. Nope. So what's the moral of that story, you think? I'm assuming that it's you, that people that are close to you, that you would assume mm-hmm. 
you know, would do you no harm. Do you the most. Can do you the most. Yeah. You know. Dude, a lot, I've seen a lot of celebrities posting stuff like that. Like, your worst enemy is your friend. And the, your biggest supporter is someone you've never met. Mm. And it's like, mm, mm-hmm, just always yeah. keep your head on a swivel. They got another interesting one where it's it's a bird, a mouse, and a sausage. This is interesting, right? Because the sausage, like, <laughs> it's got its own purpose. Yeah. So this fucking thing, what it does, what it, basically what they do is for them all to survive in their little house, they all realize that they need to have a job, right? So what the sausage does is it keeps everybody fed so it gets in the hot boiling water so it makes all of the vegetables and everything taste good, yeah. you know? The bird's job is to go out, get all the fucking wood for the fire. And the mouse's job is to light the fire and then go out and get water. So one day the bird comes back and he's like, dude, I'm doing all of the fucking work here, you know? We should change this shit up a little bit. Let's do somebody else's jobs. You know, so the sausage and the mouse are like, all right, cool. You know, we'll go ahead and go do that. Right. So the sausage goes out to go and get some fucking firewood and he gets eaten by a dog. (laughs) Hold on. Jesus. I can't, dude. It's so bad. It's so bad. The mouse tries to get into the water. Tries to get into the water. To take his job. To take the sausages job and boils and dies. And then the bird goes to go and collect water for the mouse and falls into the river and fucking drowns. And that's the end of the story. And you're like, what the fuck? And like the moral of the story is, is like some people are meant to do something and some people are not. And some people are meant to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you're a sausage, don't go get some firewood. <laughs> don't be a weenie. Don't be a weenie. You know, um, <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, yes, but so, you know, their point is, is they're pretty dark, you know, they've got another one, the juniper tree where like this boy's stepmom fucking hacks him to pieces cause she can't feed him and Whoa. like, Boy, I got. I guess buries him under the tree where his mom is, <laughs> cause she killed her. His mom. Yeah, it's fucked up. You're like, what the fuck, dude? That was in Hensel and Gretel. Remember, I told you about the movie. Mm-hmm. And the mom says, "I can't feed you. You and your brother need to leave." Mm-hmm. She goes, "Well, we don't know where to go." And she sits there, keeps eating her porridge or whatever. That's one of their stories too. And she just slams an axe in the table. She says, "If you don't leave now, I'm gonna chop you and your brother up into little." and it's like and that little is supposed to be like an inside joke that the family has yeah but she's like you're nothing but like a little piggy now mm-hmm. I'm gonna chop you up mm-hmm. and it's like your mom just became an axe murderer yeah bro get the fuck out now yeah. well I yeah. guess why why is this all of a sudden now becoming more of a hit do you think I think it's cause people like I said cause our everybody's first like introduction to these stories or this folklore is Disney. Right. So like, well, I think also everybody is so used to this fucking fairy tale of a of happy not ending, just, just not just stories, but the idea of life's going to work out no matter what you fucking really do. Right. You try hard, do your things, pay your taxes. But in reality, just so you know, all these other stories that we've been telling you are maybe just to comfort you. Maybe just to like make you feel better. Yeah. But in reality, hey, that's not really how the story is. And that's not how life really works out. Mm-hmm. And if you, like, I mean, if you were, like, really were to look at a, I mean, you look at the Bible, you look at, I mean, the the high the, the chi or whatever the fuck, the I Ching or whatever the fuck it's called. But, like, they're all they all like different versions of reality of truth, and it's just more of however you decide to accept it. Whether it's like you know comfort level, mm-hmm. but we're soft, man. People, human beings are yeah. fucking soft. We yeah. not, we're I mean we rather be comforted 
than to be sold on the hard truth of, hey. Dude, like, back then, if you were a fucking kid in Germany that was five, and you kept, like, you guys didn't live near a town or a village because your father was a huntsman or some shit, and you guys lived out, like, in the forest, and all you had was paths to follow and stuff, like, you got told the real version of Hansel and Gretel every fucking night. Well, because, I'm, sure, I'm sure you got taught, like, And it's different... scary because they die at the end. Well, like, yeah, you get told get instead of eaten. the fucking, like, hey, this is how life is like pretty and like pixie. No, and in, in no. reality, it's like, hey man, look, if you're not paying attention out there in, in the wild and life, it'll cut your dick off and fucking eat it and stick yeah. it up your butt. You're, so, good. you're not coming home, it's, it's kids. It's an illusion. Like, yeah. That ring around the rosy, pocket full of posy, yeah. ashes, ashes, we all fall down. That's about the Spanish flu. Yeah, that's ring, our... a ring around the rosy. If you had Spanish flu, you'd get these rose-colored spots on on. Okay, and the With spots rings around them. Yeah, the spots didn't mean much until you had rings around them. That's when everyone knew. Pocket you. full of posies. You meant we're gonna make, have to bury. We're gonna bury. No, it's because they had so many dead that they had carts. They they had to have places where they could hold the bodies as they were burning them or burying them or getting ready to get rid of them. So they would pack those flowers into their pockets and shit because they actually smelled good mm-hmm. because the bot to keep the fucking rotting smell out wow. of it. Ashes, yeah. ashes. Is them burning the bodies. We all fall down. Yeah. Yeah. Red Rover, Red Rover. Since short dick right over, huh? I don't know that one either, but we played it when we were young. Yep. Nope. All these things that are instilled in you when you're young. You know, That's it's that like... Goose. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's things that you hold on to that you don't really know until. That's you why know. I think it's more of a hit now, where people are like, "No, we're 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 able to handle the truth now. We can we can handle it. Mm-hmm. We're adults now. We know life is not really about John Smith coming into the new land and hooking up with Pocahontas and working together as a as a unit. Yeah, don't really work that way. No, and I know Sleeping Beauty, and you know it's like no, 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 no. Just how it is with the uh, Cinderella and the the glass slipper. You make your luck here, or you fucking die trying. Like Snow White <laughs> and the Seven Dwarves, I'm pretty sure they like. At the end of it, they kidnap her and eat her. The Seven Dwarves do. Yeah, I thought for the longest yeah. time too. Also, it had to do with like even um, uh, Alice in Wonderland. Like you know, there's always those double meanings behind it. You know, dude, read. The Alice in Wonderland books are fucking insane, bro. If you can find an original Alice in Wonderland. I think it's called Through the Looking Glass, right? Through the Looking Glass. I actually had one. I had an original, and I gave it away to a fucking person who is probably not even going to fucking read it. I hate that. Mm. It's more of like you read that, and you have a... and I don't know. You take... I like mushrooms. I like doing taking those little you know psychedelics, but you get a little outside yourself. You learn a little bit about, you know... Who you are, I guess. I don't know, but just mm-hmm. the real stories of life. But yeah, yeah. And I think I think the reason they're so like the originals of all of those stories. So not just the brothers Grimm ones, but you know, like Alice in Wonderland. Why people are all of a sudden like, oh, let's let's go get the original book and let's fucking read it. You know, um, is is I because I don't think people fucking knew. In the first place, you know what, you know what I, I mean? Like, I was reading an article the other day about, and this is kind of like off topic, but about like numbers, and it has to do with how like we are driven today off of numbers. Mm-hmm. Give me the stats. Give me the you know. Give me the the you know the whatever it's called the the Carfax. You know, and it had to do with weed. And in the weed industry, we are so driven off of uh, CBD percentages oh, and THC percentages. That's right. And we're, we're driven off these little things that we want to know, like what's the highest potency or what's what's this, what's that. And we we won't buy it unless it's cream like Primo. And in reality, it's that's all like kind of hoopla. Yeah, it's it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's pseudoscience. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's read, fact, it's, uh, you sent me that, and I was reading into it, and it's like, so you'll you'll have top growers, right? Who their life is dedicated to growing plants um, in abundance, so that they can harvest, and then after they can sell to shops, who then yeah. take their bulk and they, you know, itemize them out, and then they Fucking, sell them individually, right? Yeah. And they got a. Grower saying, I have made 
some of the most beautiful plants that I can think of that will get you stoned out of your mind. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's like, but I have to throw them away. I have to trash the entire crop because when I test my THC content, it only hits 16%. You know? And I have to compete with these guys out there that are 32%, 28%, you know, 26%. Stupid numbers where you know, like. It's arbitrary, though. It, and, it, they, and they go in and talk about it. And they, they go, go it, into like a, a level where you're like, all right, it's not, it has nothing at this point has to do with the plant at all anymore, or even the like weed. It's strictly. The number. Numbers. Yeah. And they go, what it compares to, it's, people think it compares to how you drink alcohol, which mm-hmm. is like, if you drink a, like an 80 proof, an 80, or no, we'll just say an 80% bottle of vodka, or alcohol. So you're like a 10%. Com- of- compared to a 60%er, you're going to get fucked up faster because there's a higher content That's going to be the al- driving, alcohol. that's going to be, you know, the. You know, what what people want. Right. But you cannot do that with marijuana because the way it translates is if you're looking at THC percentage, it's almost like you're shopping for wine based on the picture on the bottle. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what that's exactly what it is. And like, that's it, because you didn't smell it. You didn't try it. And like what he says is it's it's something scientific that they don't fully understand yet. The interaction between the terpenes, you know, and the cannabinoids and the THC. It's a it's a it's a huge mixture of why they work in abundance with each other. Mm-hmm. And those com- that combination with the right plant will fuck you up, you know? And you could be sitting with an 18%er, you know, or a 17%er, or even like this guy said, a 16%er. And it's just it's perfect, but he has to throw it away because it doesn't hit that arbitrary number. Do you remember waste. when, going off of that, when dispensaries first came out, out here and it was all medical you had to get your medical card yeah. and once you got one and we were able to go in and actually see all of the different strains and stuff like that and like back then it wasn't like it is now where you could walk no into they'd open any- the jar you stick your face oh, in it yeah. but like what i mean though is like today you could walk you know just out here we've got what five dispensaries all on the same street within five city blocks of each other yeah. you could walk into every single one and yeah they may there may be a little overlap in what they're selling you know they may you may see a few of the same farms or some of the same products there but there's a lot of different shit now so many different kinds of strains everybody's got their own strain everybody's trying to put their name on the market right Right. and like i remember back then it was you had specific strains and that was it you know and it was who gave you the better deals on it and like one of the ones that we used to smoke a shit ton train wreck was never high in thc content never but that shit got you headband uh, same thing. Wait, Head did you guys hear the yeah. story same thing. about how Trainwreck was created? Mm. I thought it was really crazy. There's the actual—I forget what what the actual plant is. For it's a, it's obviously it's two different plants. Yeah, yeah. And apparently, what they said was one day one plant was on a train, and it had it was like you know uh, separated from another strain, and the train fucking had a crash it, it, and the train went off track and the strains fucking collide and that's what created the strain <coughs> train wreck and i was like that's obviously not true looked it up no what happened was the guy who created it said he felt like he was having uh, on a train wreck where his that was the feeling of when you smoke he it. was on track and then he smoked this and he just kind of fell off it and he was like that's the feeling of it but I think it's crazy that all stories and like myths are created, kind of running with Brothers Grimm, where you're like, huh, yep. has nothing to do at all, probably at all, with the plant and how it actually really started. It would be a great idea. That's how fucking Trainwreck was created, with two trains cl- probably collid together, one holding this other plant, another one holding another plant, and they collid on the same track. They grew on the countryside. And then booyah. You know. They became yeah. Trainwreck. But I'm like, no. Someone came by, found the strain. And they're like, Out in the hey, middle of like fucking New Mexico by a ghost town. It's funny. See, but you bring up a point where now it's like what Billy said when, or what year would you say? Uh, 
15, 12. Like, nah, we're talking like uh, 2015, 20, 2016. Oh, okay. 27. What? Oh, uh, oh we're doing all this? yeah. Nah, probably earlier than that, 2014. So. Oh, when you guys went, like, actually. When, when we, we were all met, when, like, the law was you had to be medical. Yeah, I, you know? I'll never forget there that. I thought no that was, those were the best times. That was, like, 2012, we, bro. We would yeah. drive. 2013. Like yeah. yeah. We would yeah. drive in the most hooptiest vehicle yeah. and it was you know like Dude, bills yeah. my fucking corolla was on pins and needles but what when we'd go out in that car you know and we'd be There's jamming like to hard style and we'd just be looking up what we're gonna but what was the deals yeah we, we'd go in and all of the strains were pretty much ogs not uh, so yeah. that, that that's misplaced because ogs are are but, indicas but like you know what i mean like they're original no, they're like super very yeah green exactly crack. and you could see them like green crack hey, train this one's outdoor and you're like hey that looks outdoor that smells yeah. outdoor yeah and they're like this is indoor this, this is, is you know hydroponic this right. is this this is that and but i was now, like the wow. game is different you walk in and now like we have collectives like here i'll just drop uh, maybe i shouldn't no yeah um so out in the valley crap ton right every corner but it's like now as you walk into these places, they have their own strain. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's their specific grow and they're labeling it an original strain. And you're like, see, but I wh- know that's see, not an original fucking right, exactly. strain. It's not an original like strain. Back in circa 2014, we're walking in there and they're like, no, you can't name a strain unless it came from the original yeah. gene plant yeah you know and like there was a long like kind of push for that to keep it pure to keep you know and then all of a sudden the game exploded and now everyone it's like you don't know what you're really getting Mm -hmm. but what's funny is you can we like i know you can probably tell i know you can tell i know i can tell because like like we said we only had like eight yeah. That we could fucking choose from. No, but like we also, and we smoke them so much. Like I know when I buy Blue Dream, if it's actually Blue right, fucking right, Dream, right. you know what I mean. Like yeah. I know if I buy Green Crack, one if I see it on a menu, you never see it on menu. So and if you see it on a menu, yeah, we, it piques your both, interest, and you're like, we both wait a minute. Yeah. We both got it recently, and it's actually Green, green crack. crack. And I could tell. I. Right when I pulled it out, Lisa was like, how can you tell? I was like, dude, it's... You just know. You just know. And, like, I'll never forget the first time, you know, some of us were feeling a little artsy due to that drug. And uh, that, to me, was, like, a game changer, man. I'll I'll never forget it. Just... Green crack smell differently. It made you act differently. I don't know. I love I love Wade. But I feel what you're saying. I now. made you an ashtray, bro. You, okay. I still have that ashtray, All and right. Skyla Look. loves looking at it, and she always asks, "Who right. made that?" This is a rare, a Uncle rare, Kevin. a rare opportunity. Rarity. This rare. is a rare time where Kevin's gonna admit, like Barack Obama. Rare what? Okay. At some point in my life, I've inhaled, and it was in college. Okay. And I was taking a ceramics class. And it was the time after all the boys hit up a shop in Green Crack. Right? I made an ashtray for Artie. Okay. Beautiful ashtray. I outlined it. I, I, gold. Dude, I was so just... I was alone, okay? And it's probably... Because when you have a ceramics class, you I lived on campus. You're allowed to go into the studio at any time. That's fucking cool. It is. So, like, I'd be in there, like, at a... Just chip away at your project right? Yeah. at your own leisure. Stress relief, too. I was in nursing school at the time. I didn't have any responsibility nursing-wise. So, everyone just... Really, I was just in school, you know, mm-hmm. um, and living my college life. And I'd blow off some stress. And I was searching, just looking through every nook and cranny of this, like, studio, because that's what I do ever since I was a kid. I don't... Don't leave me alone in your room. I'll go through your shit. Mm-hmm. I won't take anything, I promise, but I'm going to look through it because I'm curious. I found <laughs> this <laughs> tiny vial, bro, of liquid gold. Oh, shit. Yes, and, I thought about silver. it, putting it in my pocket, and then I Googled how much it's worth. It's not worth anything, really. It's yeah. like, and it's old as shit. So, so you put it back. No, I used it. So I took it and I outlined his long story. It's pointless, but I no. I outlined his shit in gold. And on the back, I put in green paint a green crack down the middle of it. And in the back, I said, you know, it's like some shit says made in China, made yeah. in America. I put made in brain. 
Jesus. That's how gone I was, right? Dude, this thing turned out perfect, it, bro. Dude, it is... I'm To this day, I... That's dope you still have it. We'll pull it out when I'm smoking weed, ran, like smoking weed randomly or just... I don't know. When I'm with people, I'll ha- I need a, I need a random ashtray. That one is my go-to. Mm-hmm. And I know once people see it, they're going to ask, where did you get this? <laughs> this is fucking crazy. And then I'm like... You don't understand. And then they'll look in the... So many meanings to it, you have no idea. And then they turn it around, and then they're like, made in brain. And I'm like, you don't understand. (laughs) Let me explain. Let me start back from the beginning. It's it's a uh, great coming of age. That that entire piece. Like, I made that piece. I set that piece. I know. And then I painted that piece. You got judged off that piece. The teacher judged him off it. And I was like... like, (laughs) I'm going to be honest, man. That entire idea came from partaking Smoking. in green crack, in green crack. Mm-hmm. had i not I, that was the whole idea Purpose. i was like and she was like think of something that like you were you're derivative off of or something and he was just like ah but at the same time he was like fuck it this is because that was our go-to yeah and it was yeah. dude we would meet up at we would meet you up at like kalu randomly and you would be like hey you know we're, we're gonna and it would be the worst time where like i would be working at the ymca and it'd be like 6 30 and you'd be like, all right, I'm going to pick you up, and we're just going to floor it all the way to the valley, and then go buy a BOGO 8th. And the BOGO 8th would turn into, like, two or three BOGO 8ths, yeah. and Depending we wouldn't just have, deals. like, mm-hmm. a couple, like, we would have, like, a quarter of, like, fucking weed on us, and we would just smoke heavy, and those are the times where I'm like, man, we would just play random music, but it wasn't phenomenal music. It was just music that we knew, like, I don't know. Boys, I think, should we? I think maybe... Let's take this opportunity and speak about the most influential first times. Oh, yes. That we partook. Because we are the blunt boys. Yeah. Oh. And I'm usually candid about my part, you know, my involvement. However, I'm good right now. You know, I don't smoke. So right. it's past, past, past time in my past life. Present, yeah. So let's speak about the first time. May I? Yeah. Okay, so. This is around the same exact time. This is all when it was exploding to me. I was first understanding what this drug could do to me. So I remember telling my brother. And my brother has smoked for, like, it's just been a part of his life. And he's he's an amazing man. He's always been understanding. He's never pressured me at all. You know, he's and he's educated, like, educational. And he would comfort me, you know, in times where I just didn't know. And, like... So one time he gives me these resin pills. Oh my god! They're not. It wasn't resin. It looked like resin, but what? It, it was a concentrate. And he had got them from his friend. And he goes, "Don't swallow this." He goes, "I swallowed this and I fell asleep for an entire day." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." He goes, "But what you can Imagine do?" Imagine waking up from that. It's just mm, no. You have no idea yeah. where you are. What's right. going That's on? That's exactly what he said. He said, "Do not." Well, what you <laughs> can do, do is yeah. open the capsule. And just put it on top of your bowl. Oh. And then, you know, you smoke that. And it's the same exact thing. Just, you, you can space it out. Okay, so I'm in college. Oh my and all God. the boys in, in the dorm room, they want to watch Tron. The new Disney Tron. I remember you telling me about this. Dude. <laughs> we watch Tron. And we, well, first we smoke that stuff, right? And then we go and we watch Tron. I cried. <laughs> <laughs> It was not, it made so much sense to it you. It was beautiful. The oh music God. and the lights. And it's like a dope just, movie. It's such a good it's movie. It's such a good movie. But I remember the movie ended and I just put on this like uh it was it's called on um Pandora. It was Takanab Takanabu Radio. Oh my god. And it's this man who just plays the cello. But he plays like these really, really in-depth songs on the cello. And I remember sitting there thinking about living in a Tron world and just sitting there and then opening my eyes and it's 3.30 in the morning. And I had just been crying and just imagining living in this like imaginary world. Fucking. An experience I had never had. Yeah. And I was just looking at this plant and these little pills and been like, this is... This is real. This is real. <laughs> like I had no idea before. I thought it was just some. Oh, let's smoke some weed. Let's go. Smoke. It's like no. This can transcend you if you I, let it. I got two two stories, and I'm gonna start with one that that has to deal with me first, and then the other one's me and Kev because it's fucking funny. But 
the first one, I remember, well, it was me and you again, but I remember um, at this point we had, we had smoked, been smoking for a while. So we thought of ourselves as uh, um, connoisseurs, connoisseurs, you know, and it was the first time we, we both uh, did dabs. And I remember, <laughs> bro, I'm normally the kind of person where I can handle myself pretty fucked up. Like, I can get fucked up and still be able to handle myself. There are very few times where I have to just sit for for a little bit, you know, and just, just let things be and just kind of work through it. This was one of those times. And I remember the person we were smoking with didn't have water in the bong they were using and oh because we didn't know what the fuck we were doing we thought it was normal normal they had a fucking and dry bong i remember kev being like you go first all right so i am thinking okay i'm gonna fill it up as much as the guy that's doing this with us did because that's that's like a normal hit right it's not a normal hit. For reference, this man is huge. He was like Sasquatch. I am tiny. Huh? Big M? In your old house? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I got you. So, yeah. so, so we, <laughs> we are, no, 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 no. It's the other guy. Oh, okay. But so we, we, <laughs> I'm thinking I'm good, right? I got this shit. Pull the fucking plug, dude. I blacked out. I think we're both there, man. I think we're... When, this is the first time you took a dab, right? Was yeah. Boy? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and we were all three there. you might have been there, too. I honestly don't remember. We were all three there. Really blacked out. Because I blacked out after inhaling all of that. And then I remember coming to and coughing. And coughing so much that I sweat through all of my fucking clothes. And I remember getting up and going over to a sink and like shakily trying to grab a fucking glass so I could get some water. And he was laughing. He was like, dude, you're fucking crazy, man. You're crazy. You know what I, you know what I, I mean? Oh. I, I think for a lot of us, when you hit like that, that point of I can't handle this anymore and I took too much. I, I don't think I can make it. I might not make it fucking the weekend. And you become a little vulnerable. And you're like, oh, no. No, I can't. I could barely hold on water. I could barely stand up. And now I know you're looking at me. And I'm being laughed at because now I can't handle myself. Dude, I remember going and sitting back down. And just there, like, there was nothing in my head. Like, no thoughts. Right. No, right. Oh boy. Just blank. And I just remember sitting there with my eyes. Fu- I could feel how fucking strained they were because of how hard I had been coughing. Handing Kevin the bong, him doing the same thing, putting it down, holding it longer than I did, blowing it out, passing out for a second, and then getting back up. And then we sat there for I don't know how long talking to this guy and we were all talking yeah, about random shit room, bro. yeah, yeah. And this is the point though, and, then we got getting, the and then i remember getting in the fucking car and sitting in the car and one of you asking me are you good to drive and me being like nah and we sat there. and we just yeah. sat, we sat in the car for, for like an you hour when or he something first, what, the thing that scared me the most was that he was he explained how he got into this botany idea of how and then he had a board he had his whole ceiling and wall filled with math equations like he was albert einstein mm-hmm. and we were smoking weed with this guy yeah and i said i said to myself this is probably gonna be fun but interesting because this guy is way more in depth than 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 we are was not ready bro yeah, and like I, I, I know think, who we're talking about now. I think at yes. one point he said, he "Dude, st- hold he on. had like a seven hundred thousand dollar machine." Hold on, yes, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to see Dude, that it thing was fucking was awesome. Nuts. And then we got That's a chance. What we hit. It was awesome. Yes. Don't get me wrong. We all had so a great clean. time. But I couldn't to feel see my lungs. All the equations on his board, and then he said, "You know, my dad. I just gave him a dab last week." I remember that story. And you want to know what? 
he passed out. Dude, he yeah. Almost, he said he we almost called the ambulance. He almost called the ambulance. And then to see our faces go from like, cool, sweet, hell yeah, let's try this, to like, no, we didn't we're put doing two it? and two together that no. we were hitting the same no. fucking shit. And I was the last one to go watching oh. Billy go and Kevin go. And you guys were both passing out. And I'm thinking to myself, well, this is going to be awesome. This is some good shit. This is going to be crazy. Let's do it. And then realizing, oh, wait, you're doing it with no water in this. No water, bro. Bong, and then you're heating it up with a with mm. high intensity heat. And then I'm going to suck this up. My throat is going to be scorched. You're probably the only one. I didn't think about that. And you're the I only was, one that thought dude, about that because I didn't. I was, I was just only, like, yeah. I will never forget that feeling sitting there looking at every single one of you guys go through this transition of like, this is going to be fun to, I don't know if I should have done that. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Batter so, up. So Let's this, do it. <laughs> this guy's like good friends with my brother. He's a really nice, he's a really good guy. Um, and I remember seeing this machine that he had up in his, in his, just upstairs. This thing was from a lab, 700,000 plus dollars. What it did is it take, you take like a half pound of herb. Vaporize mm-hmm. fuck. No, no, you put it in this hydraulic press. And, and heat it up yep. at the same time. It'd be superheated and pressure. Well, the pressurized yeah. would heat it, right? Well, I'm sorry. The pres- That's what I meant. You know what I meant. And then uh, it would take hours, and it would just drip, drip. And what dripped out was this golden gold. substance, golden honey, liquid, liquid gold. Dude, dude he was ahead of the time. Dude, he wrote his. He wrote a paper. Yeah, his, I remember that. His, his paper, or his his, his, uh, his what was it? Thesis. His, not his thesis, but um, yeah, I guess it would be his thesis. He wrote his thesis on just that alone, that idea of high concentrated and like keeping it. I mean, yeah, high concentrated. As natural as possible. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. My bad. No, that's all right. I remember yeah, that. That machine was fucking dope, dude. You know, the second time I took a dab, I was in Santa Barbara with my roommate at the time. And we're in his buddy's house. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, we're going to hit this e-nail. And I'm like, what's an e-nail? And oh. he's like, oh. It's all right. Hey, I'm just going to let you know, don't get stuck. I'm like, what? He's like, don't get stuck. Don't get couch locked. And I never heard the term before. And I was like, okay. When you hear couch lock for the first time. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? So. You're fucked is what yeah. it's saying. It, it's to- like. So we do the the email, and I sit and they're playing Madden on Xbox, mm-hmm. and they hand me the controller because obviously it's my turn, and I'm just staring at the controller. The game starts and Kevin doesn't move his players, <laughs> and they're just asking me, Kevin, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, it's your go, Kevin, huh? Hey, hey, oh my it's god! Go. And I stand up and they're like, Oh, you got stuck, huh? And I was like, Dude, I couldn't move. I was like, Just uh, like, dude, that's. That's couch locked. You just you just get so inside of your own head that you're literally like, this is my forever now. Yep. I never forget that feeling. Dude. Yeah. I, uh, I hope you guys listening. I hope you can't relate, but if you can, you know what I'm talking about. I remember passing out in my car in the middle of the night. Because I had gotten so high that I knew I, I, that I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to drive home. So I'm just going to sit here for a bit. I'm going to smoke a cigarette and, you know, I'm going to be safe. I'm going to regain my, regain and, yeah, get, get back to normal. I got some water, you know, in the fucking car. I'm solid. And, uh, dude, it was, I think it was like midnight, something like that was last time i looked at the clock and then the next thing i know i remember picking my head up and the sun was already up it was like 9 30 in the morning and my car was dead because i had kept my car running <laughs> all night <laughs> talk radio man it killed all the car. night long oh, dude man. with my arm hanging out the uh, window and the radio, cigarette butt the still <laughs> in my fucking fingers dude so uh, stupid dude, I, that reminds me of a story Okay, we all. Do you remember Alien High? 
Oh God! You should yeah. t- you should talk about that because that uh, that was my second story I was going to bring up, but technically it should be you that talks about it because that they, dude, it when was we went, a we fucking went, journey, we went, bro. We went to the over Taco here, by the... we're eating Taco Bell in a donut parking lot, dude. That's how high we were, bro. God. To be fair, they're right next to each other. That was freshman year of college, man. Yeah, just like talk. Just it was like eleven thirty at night, and we're just munching on tacos from you know Jack in the Box, and we're like. Kevin, how high are you right now? I'm alien high, bro. What do you mean? I'm as high as the aliens, man. What? Dude, you... That's so lame. I wish I didn't say that on mic. Fuck. You... No, no, no. Because you got into an entire background of what that fucking meant. And then you went off on a sidetrack about happiness because you were talking about maybe no i know i know exactly what you're talking about and it's not politically correct but i stand by my words it is it is dude it's amazing it was amazing what are those like high streams of thought you because you were you were talking about the reason that you were alien high it one is because Aliens do drugs so that they can feel because maybe they can't feel. (laughs) And then it turned into, well, maybe they can feel, but their range of emotions is like meh to like really angry. So they don't feel like happiness or whatever. Or yeah. And you were like, so maybe that's why they fucking abduct people, you know, because they're trying to find out happiness and shit, you know, and they're like taking chemicals and shit out of our body and like using it as drugs to feel happiness. (laughs) And I remember just sitting there the whole time. I didn't say a fucking word the whole time. And I was just eating, eating, and dude, it was it was absolutely fucking amazing. <laughs> and then you looked at me and you were like, "So, like, yeah, alien high, yeah, you know." And, I, and then you went back to eating. Yeah, like that was that. There you go. We're done. Yeah, man. It's like, and that's why I recommend tolerance breaks, because if you are a a chronic smoker. You should definitely take tolerance breaks so you can get your brain yeah. to that level. You uh, you are definitely the one that, that kind of, I think, pushed me to try to try to do that. Was I know uh, you handled stress and had different stress than... Uh, than I, I know you had different stress than we had to handle at a different age than when you had to handle at it. I guess... In, like, I'm so sorry. I'm a little high. What I'm saying is this. In college, man, you had to put up with a lot of different stresses, stress levels. And it was different for us. For, I know for, it was different for Bill in college. And, like, even Bill had to put up with different shit, and like, when he was in high school than when we had to put up with. But your stress level was you were going to a, a fucking... I knew... For the moment I met you, you were going to, uh, you know, go to a certain school and fucking do that. And if... as But if you failed out, it was a lot of like you can't do this because you'll fail out. You got to do this or else you'll fail out. You and failure wasn't an option. Yeah, and you cannot. Fineo was not an option, dude. And uh, you or Fineo, it was Fineo. Yeah, you know, failure is not an option. And you even took a insurance policy out on my life, on yeah. your fucking life, for you to go to school. And I remember, like in college, I was like, man, what are you doing this summer? And you're like, yeah, well, this summer I'm just gonna focus on doing this this and this i got to study more and you know uh i got to take this insurance policy out of my like what are you doing this summer and i was like i'm gonna work on my fucking swing on my left hand side or like it was just so it's i know when you took those those tolerance breaks it were certain points in your life where it was needed and Absolutely. like it was weird to for me to be like i don't understand why you're doing it now but whatever do your fucking thing and Is it, at some now point it's needed. yeah at some point it was just became a routine just like you, um, I would compare it, and it's nothing as intense, but it's like drinking coffee. If we have some chronic coffee drinkers, how do you feel on the days you don't drink coffee? Oh, sluggish, right? slow, right. irritable, you know. Yeah. That points to how you really feel when you don't have coffee. Mm-hmm. What your actual homeostasis is. Yes. Right? And, like, you can get that when you have, you know, when you're smoking. And... 
if say it's like say it's like you come home and you spark your ball at night and it's your it's your ritual or whatever right that's one time a day you have 24 hours your body can filter out you know but if you're doing in the morning in the afternoon and then at night hey i'm not knocking anybody's you know have what you know I do all three i'm not i'm not knocking it if mm-hmm. that if that works but for me at least it became like a crutch yeah where I, f- I figured I couldn't. It becomes a ritual for you yeah. that you're leading on. Well, it's also a thing now where I'm like, that's all I look forward to in the fucking day. And that's where I'm like, well, for me, it was man, like, that can't be. Yo, I got to wake up in, no, I gotta man, wake up in four hours. Like, I got to smoke now so I can, because I'm, I'm so stressed out. I can't fall asleep. I can't fall asleep because you're going to have to pass out and you're going to have to wake, wake up. up and, then... and I wake up in four hours and I'm like, I'm so jittery, you know, from. You smoke a ball. I, I need to eat before I go. Like, I'm not hungry. Mm-hmm. Boom. And you do that, and it's like, oh, now I feel no, pain's gone, and I'm hungry, and my day's set right. And it's like, then the afternoon comes along, and it's like, all oh, that, it wears Kevin off, and then you. it hits. Kevin, I love you. You know, it's like, well. I love you guys. Yeah, I got to get back to a foundation where yeah. it's, you know, a little. Uh, it has to be tertiary to everything you do. Yeah, exactly. It can't yeah. be, it can't be something that you're leaning on for any all purpose. And everyone's different. You know, yeah. yeah. Dude, that reminds, I, story popped up. Boom. We took a tolerance break when you were still living in Thousand Oaks, mm-hmm. and we all switched. We talked about this before, but we all switched to Spice. Fucking Spice. And we, I never did that. We were going to go watch a movie. You guys did that? Yeah. I never did that. I applaud you I for that. I smoked it one time with my sister, and I was like, that that one time scared me, and then hearing what you guys had to say about it, I was done. Yeah. Never doing that. Yeah. This one story. So we're all taking a quote fingers break right and we want to go to the theater billy's um the guy who owned the house um or had the main contract with the renter right him he was driving billy's in the front and i'm in the back and we take these humongous loads of spice before we go to the movie and we're driving there and kevin starts to freak out in the back Right, because it's starting to hit me, and my brain's starting to, you know, circle on itself, and I'm like, guys, 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 and they both turn around and say, Kevin, what? And I go, I don't know who I am. And I, he literally stopped the car, mm-hmm. and he turns around and looks at me and goes, what? what? And I go, guys, I'm freaking out. I don't know who I am. I don't know where we are. I don't know who my dad is. I don't know who my mom is. I can I can picture their faces in my head. I know that they're my mom and my dad. I just, I don't know. I can't think of that. Then Billy goes, shut the fuck up. And I look, he goes, look at me. And I look at him, dude. And he goes, what's your name? And I'm like, Kevin, check. What's your dad's name? I say my dad's name. Check. Where are we? We're in the car on the way to the movies. Kevin, calm down. You're fine. And I'm like, okay. It's not. We get to the movie theater. You guys order your tickets fine, right? And all I can think of is he knows, 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 he knows. I go up to order my ticket. What I think I say is, I'll take one ticket for the 9.45. What actually came out of my mouth was, the guy goes, what? And in my head, I... I saw him say, what the fuck did you say? Oh my I turn around God. and walk away. Uh, Billy goes, he'll take one for the 945. <laughs> <laughs> I never touched that shit again, bro. Yeah. Oh my. That was the most <laughs> horrific feeling of my life. Just like. I, uh, I had to, I think we were hanging out and I was, I think one of you guys were, was, I think Billy was on his way to pick me up and we smoked a bowl and. We didn't have a bowl piece to smoke out of. So Carly wanted to smoke, and I only had a little bit of spice that I got from Kev. And I got it from when we were hitting, when we were hitting baseballs. Yeah. And you're like, hey, stupid. take this, take this. And I was stupid, like, all right. Stupid, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. Like, we're going to go get weed anyways, but we want to hit the rest of this little spice. And we used a water bottle, and we filled it up with water, and I put a little hole in it, and then I put the Gravity spice bong. on... Uh, shit. What do you call it? Um, on the tim- aluminum foil. It's aluminum foil. Yeah, Post little bad. holes. Yeah. And yeah, made a little gravity bong. Carly and I both took two big hits out of it. And 
I like used to remember Carly was laying down on my parents' bed and she's like, this makes me feel so different. I feel really out of it. And I was like, hey, I got to go hang out with the boys. Are you going to be okay? And she was like, yep. <laughs> a couple minutes later, as soon as I get in your car, I got a text from Carly. She goes, dude. <laughs> I got a text from Susie, not Carly. She goes, dude, what happened to Carly? And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, she is fucking tripping out on mom's bed. And I'm like... We just smoked spice. It's fucking sold over the counter. Like I'm pretty sure she's gonna be fine. Then I found out like a couple like a couple days later, the girl I was banging at the time, her brother almost committed suicide because he overdosed. Oh, I remember that. He took too much spice. Yeah. And then like, he oversmoked it. And like he was a hardcore smoker. And then he was like, No, 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 no. I'm just gonna not smoke anymore. I'm just gonna smoke this spice. And fucking see where it takes me. Yeah. And he almost fucking. No, I, I, like, I had. A, that's okay. when I was like, all right. So again, never gonna ever again. Freshman I'm just year. Weed. Freshman year of college. <laughs> I had the dorm room to myself. Had a little spice. Did exactly what you did in the bathtub. Oh. With a big. Bigger than a water bottle, I'll say. Okay. And I'm getting dressed because I need to go somewhere and have a meeting. Oh, you. Forget, I need to drive 10 miles. You forget that. No, I'm already dressed. I'm ready to go. I got my bag packed. And I'm like, I'm going to do this before I go. It's going to be cool. Bro, do it. I'm fine. I'm sitting in my room and I'm waiting. Cool. I'm good. It hits. I start walking. Got bag in on my shoulder. I go to the elevator of my dorm. Colors go wonky. Everything that's white is yellow. Everything that's green is purple. The buttons don't work. And I am sitting on this elevator, going up and down and up and down, and I cannot get out. And I am like, oh, no. Oh, no. Thank God this angel of a student, I don't know who it was, never comes on. They go, are you okay? I need to go to the first floor. Okay. They press the button. We get to the first floor. I'm free. I have to find my car. Oh, fuck. The next thing I know, I'm in my car. Ah, isn't that great? It, no. I love that. How did I get I here? love that. I love skipping chapters and being like, oh, no. I was in my car, and all of a sudden, the car was on. Oh, and I'm no. Going, and I'm like, it's like this falling feeling where I'm like, oh, I'm not in control. Oh, no. And all the colors are just flying by my eyes. And now I'm on the road. Oh no. You know, and I'm like, now Fire I'm on the now I'm on the freeway. <laughs> Dude, I started crying. I was alone in my Corolla. I started crying. And eventually like it wore off. Okay. Like it, like as fast as it comes on, it's gone because it's super yes. synthetic. Mm-hmm. And my brain just felt like I had I was hung over. And yeah. I remember pulling off the side of the freeway. Off this random exit and just sitting there and just feeling like, no. Yeah. No. But I was stupid. And that time I told you about the movie theater was the last time. Mm-hmm. That was after that. But I just, that was the first inkling of like. Time and I'm like, I'm, I don't like that film. The last time I did it, I didn't even. Dude, I, I, that shit was not okay. And should never have been sold to people. Because yeah, the, yeah. the the thing about, like, I remember still being in that, like, you know, that period where we were like, oh, we're not smoking, we're not smoking, man. And, and I had not smoked for weeks, you know. And I remember coming home one day and seeing the spice and being like, you know what, I'm going to smoke a little bowl. You know, it's been a while. Like, fuck it. Let's see how it goes. And I remember taking a big rip out of my bong. I didn't think anything of it. And I was sitting on my bed watching videos on YouTube. And I had no idea where I was for I don't know how long. And I couldn't move. And I remember sitting there and just thinking to myself... I feel weird. Like my hands and my feet feel a little tingly. You know? I feel like I'm couch locked. I think I took too much. That shit was fucking nasty, bro. It was bad. But that that was definitely the last time. No. 
never again after that. I don't it, I don't know what it is. It smelled but... like potpourri. Like that weird shit that your parents keep on like a fuck in a in a dish, you know, on like the middle of the dining room table that smells nice. That's what it was. And then if you would like open the package and dump it out, right? And then like you would see the potpourri, but then you would see those tiny white flakes mm-hmm. of what it actually was. Mm-hmm. So you knew you were like basically lighting the incense just to burn that paper flaky stuff that was the actual stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Fucked up. Yeah. Never. Oof, I'm glad it's off the show. Anyways, but we're going to wrap it up for the night, folks. Thank you all for coming. Yeah, we hard digress. And on listening. And, uh, uh, Historic History, episode thus. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for Thank hanging on for the ride. For being there for this wonderful ride. Papa Bear, any final thoughts? Uh, you know, um, huge shout out to our, our sponsor guys, Duberto 5. We love them to death. I uh, Today we got... What was it? Um, Platinum. King Louis. It was King Louis. That's what it was. King Louis. Uh, knocked my socks off. Give him a call. Fire. 805-421-9449. And reach out to them on their uh, Instagram. Uh, guys, give them a call. They're always great with um, delivery service. They're really quick. And you know what? Papa's always been satisfied. So give him a call. Yo, check out our uh, latest episode. Probably two episodes ago, we interviewed... The delivery man. Yeah. The one and only. The Henry. king of Ventura is what they call him. He actually calls himself that. Self-proclaimed. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. a great guy. Yeah, take a listen to that episode and you get a little feel of where he comes from what he does. But thanks for listening. We love you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful life. <laughs>